So if the universe is energy and we try to use the law of attraction to work with this universal energy and we have an energy body and a specific way to use that energy body, this is how we manifest what we want. And this brings the woo out of the equation. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Sorry about the audio last week. We are trying to figure out what happened, but still can't figure it out. So I'm back in my podcast studio. So I hope the audio is much better for you. So this week, I want to talk about using human design to manifest and really dispel the way manifestation is taught in the woo culture because manifest manifesting and manifestation is an actual verb and it's the meaning is to bring into awareness and i just really feel like the biggest game changer of human design and the gene keys and the experiment of using our aura is most helpful in demystifying and de-wooing, I guess, if you will, manifestation. And there are three ways that catapult your manifestations that most people do not know. So I want to go into those three things, and I want to tell you how to use them so you can get started on this right away, no matter what your experience is with human design or how many certifications you have on it. One of the things we're getting feedback on through just different people in my fractal line is you've had a lot of human design readings, and then you come to my world and its actual practical application And that's why we're able to see such amazing results. So I just want to throw that out there to all of you that it's not hard to manifest what you want, but you have to know the energy of you. So we're going to go into all of that. I want you to stay tuned to the end of this podcast because we have an extra special bonus that is exclusive only to my podcast listeners this week. Now, at birth, we are given this energetic design, right? So we're coded at birth for success. We're coded for a way to manifest. And you have a way of manifesting that is unique to you. So if you've been having issues in your manifestation journey and you're doing all the programs and trying to figure out how all of it works and it hasn't really been working consistently and reliably for you, then I want you to pay attention because there's some key things that you can do right now to just tweak and hone in the frequency of manifestation for yourself. So I want to tell you about my client, Danielle. So same name as me. It's so funny. Our whole story is funny, but When I first met Danielle, she was a closet intuitive, like human design geek, right? And she was just trying to figure out how she could get out of corporate. 
And she found me right before I launched Quantum Money Energy, which was great timing for her because then we went into this coaching relationship and I helped her navigate some of these decisions and it changed the game for her. She was in a toxic work environment like I know most of us have experienced in corporate where it's just like, wow, this is not what I'm comfortable doing with the rest of my life and I'm not comfortable getting treated this way. What I want to do is help people and this environment is just not allowing me to help people. And she was trying to get her coaching business off the ground so that she could finally say goodbye once and for all to the corporate grind, right? And so she knew that being in corporate wasn't in her highest good, but she really didn't know how to get out of it. And she had used traditional means of coaching to get her so far, and she knew that to get even farther, she would really need to lean into the energetics to help her. And it's so funny because she's an ego manifester, and she has a sun gate of intuition. So... (laughs) The whole time her higher self was just leading her into this work so that she could lean into her gift energy of intuition. But she really fought this gift for a long time because her mind, like, I mean, a lot of our minds, logically tells her, okay, no, you really can't trust this energy of yours. But that's like, we all have that with our minds. Like our minds are always like, nope, it can't be that easy. You can't trust it. If you can't see it, you can't trust it, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I see that happen a lot where you have this empathic, intuitive gift and you know you're tapped into something other than what you can logically see or logically even feel. And we allow our minds to bypass that for us. But after we got to work, And she really tapped into this wealth code for herself. She found her way out of corporate much sooner than she thought. And she guided her manifestation of leaving corporate by using these three things that I will share with you today. And now she's in my mastermind and she just finished her highest month ever at $20,000 plus right now in her coaching business. And She just told us the other day that now she has to scale to accommodate more people into her offer. And right, that's a good problem to have. I want to just say the more we create with the universe, the more we tap into the potential that we carry, we will have bigger problems to solve. So I'm all about give me those bigger problems to solve because that means I'm leaning in and I'm doing something in alignment with my soul's purpose. So the fact that she used her wealth energy to literally control her evolvement out of corporate and into a business that yields her now an income that supports her lifestyle is a total game changer. And it really couldn't have come at a better time for her because she has all sorts of personal stuff going on that she really needs the income for. And it's giving her a lot more flexibility to help in her family in ways that, I mean, quite honestly, corporate doesn't really allow for us to seek options with our income in that way. So I'm just so proud of her for leaning in. I had to share her story. And it's like a lot of ours. She was desperately looking for ways to ease her transition out of corporate because she knew the time 
was coming. The universe had whispered along the way that this is not the place for you. You need to get out. You need to go. And she had heard of human design. And it must have grabbed her attention enough to know it was something for her. But it took her leaning in to these three key aspects I'm going to share with you today to realize her manifestation of leaving corporate and truly leaving that life behind her. And what I think is so powerful was her intuition energy was guiding her the entire time that her mind was telling her not to trust it. And that's what I love about this stuff. It works, you know, like I always say, even when your mind is doubting, it is working for you behind the scenes with its only goal of moving you into your most expressed, highest, authentic self. And most of us just bypass that there's an underlying energy current available for us to tap into and actually use on purpose to create what we actually want in life. So let me just start by saying that most people feel their way to manifestation or they think that it requires a certain vibe to call in what it is that you want or even a certain thought. And what I want to tell you is that feelings and vibes are inconsistent. And that's an unreliable way to find and produce data on repeat. And what I want to tell you is feelings are inconsistent. They are a unreliable and difficult energy to really find and hone in on on repeat. And thoughts are one of three things. It's either your ego, your higher self, or someone from your past. And I'm all about let's find the most consistent way to access your highest self so that you can be given the thought, the feeling that is not phased by our lower victim consciousness states of being. Because both feelings and thoughts are inconsistent gauges for realizing your manifestations. And when it comes to finding money through your business and calling in your soulmate clients, you have to know how to manifest on repeat the right people at the right time. And then once we find that pattern, we can replicate it and then we can even automate it. And that's how we scale. And that's really how we take all of this energy out of the woo category and we start using it to produce reliable, consistent results. And a business requires consistent money. Otherwise, what you have is a hobby or like a jobby if it's expensive for you and you're trying to make it go, but you're not, you're kind of toe dipping because you're not really trusting that it will take care of you. And that will never produce consistent money. Consistent money comes when you are consistent. And consistency means different things to different people. And that's why knowing your design and the frequencies in your chart that keep you consistent are so important. And we go over all the ways you as a business owner remain consistent in our work together in the high frequency formula. That is like one thing I'm looking for with our first onboarding session is how can we get you consistent in your business, using your wealth energy so that you are seeing a return on your investments of your time and your money and your energy the quickest. And when I see inconsistent sales, 
I always know one or more of these things are not consistent in your life. There's either a inconsistent use of your energy or an inconsistent use of your decision-making strategy. And all of that leads to inconsistent sales and marketing, which is the way your business grows. And there are always new levels of growth. Like right now we're hitting this level over a million. So how do we do a million quicker? And we're finding there are lots more levels of awareness that we're tapping into and levels of manifestation that we're tapping into because we are using our money to make us money. So if we don't have a consistent way we show up that reliably provides us with the results that we're trying to manifest, then what happens is we blame our manifestation efforts, or we say it wasn't the right time, or we go back to figuring out the block, the energy block that kept the manifestation from us. I know for me, I was always like, I need to find that inner child wound that kept my brain stuck in this pattern, and it must be an energy block that something outside of me can release. And that's just not how it works. There's nothing outside of you that can release it. In fact, the quickest way to remove those energy blocks is by knowing your design, knowing your energy, and know where your blocks sit. So let me go ahead and outline three ways to use your human design to help you realize your manifestations in real life so that you can predict and count on reliable data that will give you information to move forward from. And since this brand is all about money creation, hopefully you will use this framework to get that money. One of the things we do in Quantum Money Energy is get you your $1,000, $2,000 back within seven days. Like it's it's amazing how this stuff works. So this kind of money is a game changer. I know for me, when I first started, I remember thinking if I could just make, you know, I think at the time it was like six or 8,000 a month. I literally knew that I could take care of my daughter and I for the rest of our lives. And that was such a quick goal that I hit that I was like, oh my gosh, everybody can do this. This is so easy. You just have to have that trust muscle built. So the first thing you have to know is your energy type. And, and I don't just mean you have to like know it, what it says in the book. You have to know it inside and out. You have to know what it means to be a generator. You have to know what it means to be a manifesting generator, a projector, a manifester, a reflector, and then you have to be it. So it's not enough to just know it. It's, oh, I have to actually be it, right? So projectors have to give up being generators, and that's really hard for projectors. And I'm sure it's hard for manifestors and reflectors as well. I know my client Kelly is a reflector and it was really difficult for her to give up being the generator. And manifestors have to stop playing small. So manifestors have this big energy that is felt when you walk in a room before you even say anything. So what typically happens is you manifestors really hold back and you aren't comfortable playing big because you saw what it did when you were a child and how it affected your teachers and your parents. And so you were like, well, I'm not doing that. That seems like it's unsafe. People don't really like that when I do that. It's unpredictable. Um, It doesn't make me feel good when other people feel that I'm unpredictable. So I'm going to go ahead and keep myself predictable by not saying the big things. So I'm just going to hold back and play small. 
And a big one for reflectors has to be giving up what society expects, right? Like you guys are just not meant to fit in a box. And because you're different every day, like every few days, you wake up a different person and that doesn't fit into society's version of consistency. And so the most beautiful thing about reflectors is inconsistency is your consistency, which is mind-blowing if you think about it. And it works freaking beautiful when you learn to trust it. Now, generators have to stop giving all their juice away. You have to stop giving all your amazing energy away to the things that drain you, the people, the environments, the tasks, all of that that drains you. You have to say, okay, wait a minute. I have a bigger vision, a bigger goal here, and these yeses that I'm saying are actually pulling me from the thing I'm trying to manifest and bring in, like the thing I actually want. And that's hard to do, uh, especially when you've lived a life trying to do for everyone else and be for everyone else, um, because we got a lot of our love and sense of safety and security around making other people happy. So there's a lot of boundaries that come in place. And again, this is hard. Like it's hard for us to set boundaries when we've never done it and we're relying on the boundary, the the hard thing of the boundary to actually do the energetic lifting for us. Now, manifesting generators, now I know this one really well because I am one, but we also have to stop being afraid to play big and being too much and speaking up. I was always told, like, Danielle, you're too loud, you're too bossy, you're too this, you're too that, and you you might actually hurt people with the way that you're talking. So I learned very young to be like, oh, that must not be okay. And the magic of this is when I went, oh, this is permission for me to be the MG and just love me for being the MG, then I did my part and the universe did its part, right? The universe did its part by supporting me, bringing me all of the things I needed to keep me in alignment. And that's the work we're doing with the energy type is we're sorting out what are the things and environments and people that keep us in alignment and what are the things that take us out of alignment and how can we course correct quicker and quicker and quicker. And Danielle had to decide, okay, I'm a manifester and that means I have to get comfortable saying the uncomfortable thing. And what she did by doing that was she paved the way for her manifestation by using her strategy of informing to guide the energy of her aura into the how, the how it all manifests and the how it all works out. And this brings me to the second way to really hone in and catapult your manifestations, because all of this requires trust. Learning to use your strategy and your authority and learning to be okay with your energy type requires a deep sense of trust. And the universe has one goal, and that is getting you to trust the fact that you are co-creating with it, not against it, with it. We have to trust that our experiment will hold our life, will hold our evolution of our soul's purpose, and trust that our soul's purpose, the reason we're here, is enough for it to work. We have to trust that we're supported in our soul's purpose, and that was a big one for me. I remember in the way early days, 
I had to do a lot of work on can I even trust that there's a universe working for me? And we have to trust that we will not lose anything, right, that's meant for us. So we have to say, okay, if I'm going to do this, that means that I have to be willing to, to trust this universal intelligence to support me and bring me all of the ways, the hows, to keep me surviving. Because our most basic need is, will we survive here? We have to trust that by doing this, that we are co-creating life with a universal intelligence that supports more life for all. And more life means more expression of your soul as well. So you have to dig deep and find your worthiness around your purpose being the thing that is worthy of you living into and being supported in. And I always like to say, use nature as a reference for trusting this universal intelligence, for looking back on times where you have always been supported, even in the seasons of your life where they felt like, you know, it was dying and catching fire and everything around you was burning down. Just look back and look at, okay, what did that season bring you? Even fires, when they burn, there's still new life that comes through within a few months. Like I would say within even weeks, the ground is starting to rejuvenate itself and start coming back. And we see that with the seasons of our year. Winter is where everyone, everything goes dead and dormant. And then very quickly, we're seeing, you know, the green pop up. It's like before you know it, spring's here. Nature doesn't have to do anything to convince the universe to support it in its evolution. Nature's just doing nature and the universe is just doing the universe. And because the universe is always supporting more life, that's how nature and the universe co-create together. So I want you to look for all the ways that you have been supported in order to find this trust for even just being an energy being. And the way I did it was I would outline some harsh times in my life, and then I would write out how I was supported out of those harsh times. Like I would literally create a story of how this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. And then I would go back and use my mind to say, well, see, there's proof. There's proof that there's a a universal intelligence that I'm co-creating with. And a perfect example of this from my own life was a very real scary time for me when I wasn't able to make my house payment. And I was trying to manifest and I was, you know, doing all the affirmations and I was in, you know, the groups to manifest. I had bought into some programs to manifest. And the truth is, was I, it wasn't working. And all I really wanted, I, I wrote down, was I want to stay in this home and I want to make enough money to support my continued healing and self-discovery because I knew that that would be my only way out forever. And so at that time, it was just, I just want to make enough to make my house payment so that I can continue healing. And you guys know my story. Like for three years, I sat in an Epsom salt bath. Like my clients laugh, but it's the truth. Like I sat in Epsom salt baths and then would leave and take my daughter places and then go do the mom thing and then be the adult Danielle and then go back in the Epsom salt bath. I took a lot of time in my bed. And that could have been considered a winter for my life, like Danielle's hibernating for three years. But you would think society has you believe that there's no way you could take three years to hibernate and heal and figure out how you work. But the truth is the universe is always supporting you. So what I did was I allowed the universe to support me. And what happened was I 
found the perfect roommate in the perfect time. I put out like one ad and this chick just responded and she ended up being the perfect roommate because she was hardly there and she was younger and she always paid on time and there was just never an issue with her. And while I had my roommate, that gave me time to renegotiate the terms of my house. And that was huge for me. And by spending the time in my situation and really being honest and aware of what my financial situation was, I knew what I needed to do for a business. I knew what I was available for, for like client work and what it would take to have a sustainable offer for staying in the home and providing for my daughter and I at the time for my family. And during that time, there were people that were brought into my life that I consider angels. Like I had a conversation with one of the people who was helping me with my house. And he was like, listen, you have one shot to make this work. And he was talking about my business. And he said, if I were you, I would go all in I would not look back. He goes, because you will one day look back at this time in your life and think that was the moment I could have done it and I didn't. He says, because you have nothing to lose right now. And this guy, (laughs) I love him. This guy had nothing to gain by telling me this. And I did go back years later and say, hey, I just want to let you know that you saying that at that time in my life was a main reason I just decided to go all in on myself. And he he said to me, he said, well, you're the one that did it. I think he said I was just helping you or guiding you. And it made me think that's exactly what I do. Like, that's what I do with my clients. Like, I don't do the work for my clients. My clients do the work. But having someone in your corner that's like, no, I know that this could work for you. And this is a moment in your life that you have. It's for you. Take it. And sometimes those moments are the ones that make or break us. In fact, for me at that point, it was a make or break moment for me. You know, it's like you hear all the different ways the personal development world screams on how to get your life together. And it came down to this, all right, are you going to actually do what you're reading? Are you going to actually be what you're learning about? And it was that moment of do or die. It's kind of how it felt like you actually have to go into the world and breathe this way. You cannot go into the world and hold back. You have to go into the world and be it. So a lot of the human design experiment, especially in the beginning, when you're learning to use your aura is trusting it and just relinquishing who you're not. Now, the third way to really catapult your manifestations is using your strategy and your authority. And I'm going to go over the strategy and the authority a little bit here. I do cover it in immense detail in the Aura Accelerator. For those of you who are wondering what the Aura Accelerator is, you can find all the information in the show notes. But that is really where I am giving you the entire human design and gene key breakdown from a resource you can trust. Like I have been living it. My family lives it. But more importantly, you don't need a certification to live it. We are a society that says you have to have be taught by someone else and trained and get a certification behind your name so that then you can go trust. And I'm here to tell you that is just not true. So I am the MG that found the efficient way to give 
my fractal line what they need without needing to make it a certificate. I mean, it's like a certification course. Noah's like, mom, you'll probably have to offer people certifications, but we'll we'll get down that road when we need to. I definitely wouldn't be charging more for that. Like, no, you're not going to be charged more to get a piece of paper that says, yay, you finished learning about human design. Like maybe the certification course would be, all right, let's see you using it. Now there's an idea. That actually lights my sacral up. That's in real time, guys. Now your strategy is how energy works with the aura to ignite more life. So the universe is always operating, always on. It's always flowing. Your aura is in there receiving all the data, the energetic like antenna. And the strategy is what calls in, if you will, the energy from the universe to give you something to use your authority against. And the generators and MGs, we have a strategy to respond. And projectors have a strategy of waiting for the invitation. Manifestors have the strategy of informing. And reflectors have a strategy of waiting a lunar cycle. So let me describe what Jen's and MG's strategy is for them. So it's not I'm waiting and doing nothing and hoping that somewhere along the line the universe brings me something to respond to. That's not how it works. We are supposed to stay busy doing the thing that lights us up. Now, when I used to read about the thing that lights us up, I'd be like, okay, well, what are the things that light me up? I don't even know what that is. A lot of us have to, in order to find that, what is the thing that lights me up, we have to remove a lot of shit from our aura. And that took me, I mean, for me, it took me three years. And I would say along the way in three years, I definitely saw the difference and could feel the change. But to really get like, get it, like, oh, I am an MG. I am not a projector. I am not meant to feel burnt out. I am not meant to feel tired. I really should have energy to move through my day and without all the Epsom salt baths and without all the time in bed, like I really should be able to have a lot of energy and I just don't. That took me a while to clear my aura out with that. So once I did, then you have a clear aura that is available for what the universe sends you to respond to and literally You can hear a song on the radio, see an ad while you're scrolling, or come across some account that you're scrolling on, and suddenly you're given something to respond to in your energy body. And Jens and MGs, you all have a sacral, so your sacral will light up, basically turn on, and your body will feel like, oh, hmm, I'm moving forward or I'm retracting back. And that is what you need to pay attention to. And in the beginning, I would just listen to the songs on the radio. I don't even, I don't listen to music anymore, except for on Spotify. I think I was listening to like my XM radio, and I would just gauge my response based on the songs that were coming in. Or if Chloe asked me if she wanted to, we wanted to go have dinner, go see a movie, I would gauge what my body would do first. And then I'm going to talk about the authorities, but just know right now that Jens and MGs, you have the sacral, and your body is like, either in it or it's not in it. And that's a really good way of knowing, should I even check this against my authority, my sacral or my emotional? So I don't want to get too ahead of myself here, but just know that all of this is in the aura accelerator. I abs- You all need to know this stuff. So we go into it in depth in there. And the the when we launch it on March 10th, 
the reason I'm doing it live is so that I can have all your energy in there with me so that we can gauge your strategy, your authority in real time. So you'll have a lot of feedback on how it feels to have the energy type and the strategy and the authority that you have. Now, projectors, this waiting for the invitation, again, it doesn't mean you're waiting and sitting around doing nothing. And that's why I think a lot of people get really like, I don't know, sidetracked with this uh, experiment because it's like, well, wait, I got to wait. I got to wait for an invitation. Nobody even invites people anymore. They just tell people, right? But there's a fine line between waiting and honing in on your gifts and mastering your genius while you're waiting. And of course, getting rid of all of the crap that you are not so that you're available for the invitations that come in and that are in alignment for you. And what I see happening is projectors will get so worried or sit in fear around not getting the right invitations that they end up taking all the invitations and then burning themselves out or figuring out too late that they really shouldn't have done that thing. And so their trial and error time just goes on too long. And we're all about trying to figure out what is some reliable data that I can use from my energy experiment so that I can have data to make my next decision and my next course of action from. And then the manifester, the strategy is to inform. Now, informing is just speaking. And what I find happens with manifestors is, A, you haven't done it enough, so you're not really sure how to use it and what things to say and what matters. And that's just because there's a lack of intention Um, There's a lack of vision. There's a lack of a higher goal. And you just, a lack of practice because maybe you've kept yourself small and did not say the things that would rock people's boats and feel confronting. So you really have to do the work of breaking down that wall of what, what, who am I and what is too much and know that nothing is too much for your people. Like your people need you, want you, and support you in using your voice to inform. And in fact, you don't have to wait for the universe to urge you, nudge you into anything. You can get a hit and speak it out right away. And what's cool about you guys and what Danielle saw is as soon as you do that, you are it's like separating energy. So when you separate the energy, the universe is bringing you the thing. I imagine it like the um, parting of the Red Sea. So you part the Red Sea and you use your voice and the universe just because the sea is parted is able to bring you the next decision, the next person, the next idea, the next inspiration, the next how, because you've done the work of parting the sea. And a reflector, again, is to wait a lunar cycle. And with my work with reflectors, all this means is give yourself time time to respond, time to go into your decision-making. And here's what I see. Here's how it works. Once you know your timing in the phases of the moon, and I always say start with the new moon and start with the full moon, that's when you're most energetically sensitive in the beginning, and learn how you feel around those times of the month and gauge where your decisions are or your actions are at that time of the month. Are you feeling motivated and energized during the full moon? Or is that a time where you just feel super drained and that keeps you from really feeling committed or motivated? But notice I'm not saying that none of you are waiting around 
staying unaware and unavailable. Like your work in this is clearing out your aura, like getting rid of the music that you don't like anymore, getting rid of the food, getting rid of the um, sleep habits and turning on your energy in a way that fuels you forward. So you have to do your due diligence, your aura cleanup of keeping yourself in a highly magnetic available way. And when you are, then naturally the things that come to you are like synchronicities, like, oh, that's surprising. I didn't know I would get that amount of money in my bank account. That's a reflector's signature of surprise. Like, wow, it came from out of nowhere, right? But it doesn't come from out of nowhere. And this is where I think human design gets a bad rap is when people classify it as woo. We classify woo as the things we don't understand and we can't make logical sense of. And I'm here to tell you that when you break down human design and you break down the frequencies of the gene keys and you apply them to your DNA and your genetic makeup, none of it is woo. None of it is on accident. Like you could go through your sequences and find your entire awakening process. Like from the moment you were born until the moment you are in this moment right now, all of it will make sense when you know what you're looking for. And that was one of the things that really needed to be in place for me because I was, I've always been very intuitive and empathic and have gifts that I really didn't know how to explain. But my background as a nurse showed me that, oh, this is how the gene keys work and the genetic makeup of my DNA. This is how I'm encoded for success. Like, why would it be any different for me to be encoded for success versus encoded for attracting a certain partner or encoded for like health issues, right? Like we have to look at it in that way. And when we look at it in that way, we take the woo and the magic out of it and we start making it something our logical mind can get on board with because we're not about obliterating the mind. We're about walking with the mind for further evolution. And one of the things I think is funny is we've been talking to a lot of you on the phones lately, on the calls, and it was funny, we were talking to one person and she does past life regression. And she's like, well, you know, I know that if I don't do it now, if I don't find and live into my soul's purpose now, I will have to come back and do this all again. And I don't really want to do that. And I had to laugh when I heard that because that is absolutely my biggest pain point. Like I do not want to come back here. I do not want to do this whole thing again, just so I can live into a soul's purpose. Like I am determined to live my soul's purpose in this life so that I'm cleaning up my karma and cleaning up my responsibility of my soul the best I can and the best I know in every moment now. And I will never go to sleep on that because guys, it's the truth. You will just come back and do it again. And that's okay if that's what you want, right? We're just telling the universe what we can tolerate and what we're capable of tolerating by the decisions we make and the actions we take. And if you're just not capable of going all in on your purpose and figuring that out, and like we were talking about with Danielle, like having bigger problems to solve, if that's not it for you in this life, that's fine. But I doubt that is the case because you're part of my fractal line and you're listening to this podcast right now. So there's something your soul is trying to get you to understand and heed. 
So who are you to really just allow the little ego, the little mind to keep you from that? I always say that, like, who am I to get in the way of my soul's purpose? Like my soul is bigger than me and I'm not about wasting my soul's time. (laughs) There is no waste of time, but that's me as an MG. Like I'm always going to save time. How can we get to the next thing quicker? So your work here is in keeping your aura open and available. And that, like I've been talking about, that is work. So how to do this? Well, first of all, stop half-assing your commitments. We cannot keep making decisions and then backing out of it and then, you know, changing your mind and then going back. And that is chaotic. And we have chaotic results because of that. And the other thing you have to stop do is compromising. You have to stop compromising your big vision, your big manifestation. One of the things we're manifesting for my daughter is her 18th birthday at Disneyland. And she has this big dream of how she wants it to go. And over the course of weeks, she said, well, we can do it this way or that way. And we don't have to do it like this. And I said, listen, Chloe, you have got to maintain your big vision of what you want, your big manifestation. And she's like, yeah, you're right. I know. And and that's the thing. We all do that. Like we all tend to go into this settling energy and compromising is settling energy. And I'd love to see you raise your nervous system up to demanding and commanding the universe to meet what you want. So you're not settling. So you're able to see, oh, wow this is working and it will work again. If it worked this time, it can work again. It's not some kind of a fluke that we're working with here because energy is not a fluke. It's not woo. It's not magical. It is right on time, all of the time. Are you staying aware and in it to co-create with it? The other thing that you really have to stop doing, my loves, is you have to stop doing what other people are doing. And I get it. I find myself... You know, sometimes on my scrolls, I'll be like, wow, what is she doing over there? That looks fun. I'll be like, oh, my sacral got lit up. Let me go over there. And I always have to go, nope, 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 nope. Right? This is about you using your energy with universal intelligence to create your big dream and your big vision. And that starts by you first getting clear on it, committing to it and not compromising on it, and then not looking to others to see how you should be doing it like them. The universe shows you other people with the result you have to tell you you're next. Oh, there's someone that has the result I want. That means I'm next. How can I get in their world? How can I find out? How can I be in the rooms they're in? How can I expand my subconscious energy to take in more of that magnetic energy that this person or this account is showing me? That's the ultimate goal for you is you want to be in rooms. You want to be in vicinities, environments that are bigger than where you are right now. And that was, I mean, quite honestly, that was like one of the later things that I finally figured out was... I actually had to pay to be in the rooms with people who were doing the things that I had to do. I I remember being very confused. I was at a Christine Hassler event and I said, wait a minute. So you, you pay to have these people? And she said, yeah, if I have to. And I said, oh, I didn't even know that was an option. And there are so many ways that we can pay to be in these rooms and events and just in close quarters, like third degree separation of people who will just open one door of opportunity for us. It's it's a game changer. 
I mean, you guys all know my story. Just, I mean, I was in Stacy's 2K thing and I don't know, one post at the right time at the right moment landed me her interest in having me on her podcast. And a lot of you have found me from that podcast. So it wasn't because of anything other than I was in a paid offer of hers, using her offer and showing everybody on the group how it could work for them. Like I was fully showing up in service. And that's what I love about the high frequency formula group. Like everyone in there posts their wins and my mastermind ladies, we are all just always supporting and serving and showing how we can get each other to the next leg of our adventure in business. And alongside with compromising, you guys got to stop saying yes when you mean no. And that means that you'll have to refuse some of the invitations. You'll have to, you know, delegate some work out. You'll have to get the support. You'll have to not pick up the overtime. You'll have to do all the things that feel really uncomfortable so that you aren't compromising on your vision. And the most uncomfortable part of this is regulating your nervous system to not compromising your bigger vision. And when you clear up your aura, that means you have more time in your day for the stuff that moves the needle for your ultimate manifestation. So instead of filling your day with I have tos or I shoulds, you're filling your day with this is moving the needle towards my manifestation. Like I'm always telling Chloe, what can you do today to get you one step closer to that big Disneyland trip? What one thing can you do today? And she's coming up with all these amazing things like, oh my gosh, I wish I had this stuff at her age. She's going to be 18 in March. My little girl, 18 in March. Guys, I'm so grateful I have this stuff to teach my children. <laughs> you know, in Inhuman Design, in the book, they say, yeah, it's for you. Yep, yep, read. But this is really for the children because the children are the future of our lives and teach this to your children so that they have a tried and true way of just trusting universal intelligence because they come in trusting. We take that away from them. They come in trusting and then they could create, look what they could create outside of that. And I mean, I'll just on a little tangent, I remember when I was getting my kids into this and Chloe was the only one that lived at home and I would be using this stuff and doing this stuff. And she was the one that was like, oh yeah, that's how it works. Like, yeah, mom. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, you already know. And, she, and it was be, just because of her age, her lack of conditioning, she had not been 40 and, and had all the conditioning that I had, but her age was like, yeah, that's how it works. And when I would have certain conversations with her, and maybe I would have been in moments of like, oh, I don't know, a little bit of doubt. When I would have those conversations with her, I would be reminded immediately, oh, of course, this is how it works. What a beautiful gift our children give us. And you want to start comparing everything that comes in to your big vision. And that starts by first having the big vision. I know what the manifestation is. I know what the goal is. And then everything the universe brings you, people, decisions, environments, food, opportunity for sleep, opportunity to drink or not drink alcohol. Guys, that actually has been coming up a lot the last couple of weeks in my world. A lot of you are getting bold with your alcohol and really taking a second look at what its relationship is in your life, which is, I got to tell you from the Akasha. When we wake up to alcohol being a numbing agent and actually taking us out of our power, 
then all the guides and the teachers and the healers, it's like a celebration. They have like a celebration, like, like it's a feat for us as humans to wake up to realize that alcohol actually isn't the thing. And I guess it's a really big thing here. Yes, I know. I was in it. I've been out of alcohol for a long time, so I'm not in that world anymore. But I guess it's a big thing for human human beings to stay in alcohol lifetimes longer than is necessary. And they're just so excited when we finally wake up to that as a reality. Like, oh, wait, we don't actually, I'm sober curious. Like, what's that movement of all the people that are now taking a look at alcohol and going, maybe I don't want that. You know, not necessarily like I'm ruining my life and I'm a deadbeat alcoholic, but like, no, I'm a fully functioning person, but I notice that I don't have the things that I want and maybe I'm relying on alcohol too much. You know, the universe is always giving you an opportunity to step into your highest, most authentic self and you can't be that when you're deadened and numb. So I just think that's interesting. I thought I'd share that, that the the Akasha, when I am in there about that, it's always a very congratulatory celebration energy of this is a first step, a big, big first step in your ultimate direction. And when we have that big vision and we compare every thought, every distraction, every urge, every compulsion, and every decision against that vision, then it's time to use our authority. And the authority is the energy in our human design, in our chart, that is our decision-making tool. So this is, it always sits in an energy center of yours. Um, and I'll go over them here. But again, it feels different for each energy type. Like, you know, you can't read in a book, oh, the sacral is the gut hit and the aha, uh uh You have to feel it in your body to know what it feels like for you. Like for me, I'm a sacral MG and my body is quicker than my uh uh-huh, uh-uh. Like I'm too fast for my uh (laughs) uh-huh. Like my words escape me sometimes and I have to slow down and go, ah, okay, what, you know, bring it back in, bring the energy back in and then give my uh, sacral some time to respond and then my words come. So you want to trial and error this for yourself. I'm telling you, it will work within three weeks. Do you have three weeks when you've been waiting your whole life for the thing you want the most? Absolutely you do. So you want to check your energetic response and the energy center that is your authority. And that will be the thing that shows you your patterns towards manifestations being realized in real time. So for the sacral authority, it's a lit up battery that turns on and dials up for the yes. And for the no, it's like a retraction or a constriction or a non-response. Now, the emotional authority, you will probably know already if you're an emotional authority that you have emotions and you're an emotional person. Now, the I have seen it this way too, where emotional authorities will say, well, I'm not, it's funny, I'm not really an emotional person. And I'll say, well, that after some digging, we'll find out that you know, the environment of you may not have been conducive to experiencing your big emotional energy and your parents or your teachers or whoever were your people in authority at the time when you were younger just basically said, emotions aren't safe. We don't do that. So don't do that. Use your mind instead. Use your mind. And so you were taught to use your mind. And so you think you don't have a lot of emotional energy, but when we peel back the layers and peel back who you are as an energy type and start connecting you in with some of the gene keys, then we find, oh, the expression of your soul's purpose actually depends on your emotional energy. 
And these authorities, you just want to wait to make your decisions as like a commitment decision after you have experienced the emotional wave. So when your emotional wave is triggered, that is when you go into the, I'm going to wait 24 hours. When you are not triggered, when you're like, I need to get Chinese food or or Mexican food, and there's no emotional energy about it, you're just like, I don't know, I don't really have a a bias one way or another, then you can commit to one of the types of food and move forward. But do not use your emotional authority to keep you out of a decision making because what's happening with you guys is you're allowing your fear of missing out to push your decisions. And then so your decision making is out of alignment. So you're never going to find your true and correct pattern towards your manifestation if you keep allowing your mind to tell you, well, don't miss out, you better do it. That's not your authority arming you with an aligned decision. Now, the self-projected authority, and this is for the projector, uh, only the projectors have this, is just a, I have to bounce off my ideas and my decisions and my way of thinking with somebody I trust. And you can do that with someone who doesn't have really a vested interest in what it is you're deciding on. And you will always feel back like a knowing, like, ah, uh, yeah, I knew after I said a few things, it landed different for me. And that's how I know this is the right way to go. So you always want to surround yourself with people you can trust. It's a big deal. That's why I had the mastermind as one of the big offers is because we have to be in community with people that we can trust and who are doing the same work we're doing. So when we are coming in and bouncing off our ideas, we're getting like feedback that actually gives us data to move forward from. Now, the ego authority, like Danielle, the story I was telling you earlier, is what do I want? Literally, guys, what do I want? Is it mine that I want it? Am I passionate about it? Is this a consistent want? And then I get to have it. Like literally, most of the conversations with Danielle are, do you want it? She'll ask me about something. I'll say, well, do you want it? And then look at your past decisions made and has that yielded you the result and every time she's like oh yeah I always forget that that's how basically that's how powerful I am I can want it and it can be mine now the mental authorities is also a projector and that's again it's self-projected you're like I'm going to check it against all the people around me reflect who will reflect back to me by the way they say things what it is I'm meant to do next and the splenic authority is that quick hit, that quick in the moment knowing. Now, remember, your splenic is in the moment I know. And what I see with splenic authorities is you're still relying on your mind. And the reason you do that is only because you don't trust that in the moment knowing. And you've just gotten in a habit of allowing the mind to tell you what's next. And you will find that when you're not following your splenic knowings, you're manifestation time just takes a lot longer. So if the universe is energy and we try to use the law of attraction to work with this universal energy and we have an energy body and a specific way to use that energy body, this is how we manifest what we want. And this brings the woo out of the equation. This gives us a framework and a process that works every single time giving us reliable data that we can check with and then evaluate from. And we take control of our data and evaluate what our results are in real time 
so that we can then go back in and make our small pivots or tweaks based on what the data tells us. And this is where the rest of the chart and the gene keys come in. This is what we do all day, every day in the high frequency formula. We are aligning you to your energy type, showing you how to use the strategy and the authority so that you can start seeing real-time results that give you an access point to your manifestation. And that way, you're not over there doing a bunch of hustle work. You're not doing a bunch of work that gets you nowhere just because you can say you did something. Like productivity has to be something we consider. We can't just be busy for the sake of being busy so our mind feels like we did something. We want to use your actions and your words with pure intention towards that big vision and that big manifestation so that you are co-creating it, so that you are co-creating with the universe. And the universe brings you your manifestation based on your level of worth around being an energetic vibrational match for it. And you become that vibrational match for it by stepping into your energy type as worthy of being that energy, trusting it and using its strategy and authority to drive the energy bus without compromise. And when you act and speak as if you are living in the expectation of it happening, it happens. But you can't do that when you're caught up in manifestation as something magical that happens out of nowhere or something you're trying to get as if you don't already have it. And you will know that you have manifested when you feel your alignment theme pop in as a result of all the decisions and all the actions that you've taken. So for reflectors, that's surprise. You're totally taken care of. <laughs> you're, you're totally safe to take your time. And for the generator and MG, that's satisfaction, right? I'm totally satisfied. I did a full days of work and I saw the results and I'm getting closer and I'm realizing it over and over and over again. And peace, a sense of peace, especially for the MG, because we are the hybrid of the manifester and the generator. So the MG is I'm satisfied and I'm in peace. And the projector experiences success. I am successful because of how I'm using my energy and my strategy and my authority and my level of trust is there. And the manifester feels a sense of peace, a deep exhale. Ah, that has worked. It's all worked. And guys, I'm telling you, this is the fastest, most accurate way to manifest the income results that you want. It's really time that we stopped looking at human design and the gene keys as woo or something we can't depend on or count on. I mean, just this week alone, we've seen over $100,000 in personal and client income wins just this week. Like Danielle, I told you, $20,000 a month, she's scaling now. Lena sold her offer out in one month. I mean, she had to do a double take on her numbers in Stripe because they went up by 900%. And she was like, that can't be right. But when she evaluated it, it's right. And another one of my clients saw a $50,000 week. And I mean, this is the kind of money that changes lives. Like I cannot stay quiet about this. This is a $50,000 week. Like what would that do? For you. And I remember thinking this like, God, a $50,000 week? I mean, does that mean I could take the rest of the year off? But I mean, think about it. Would that mean that you could leave corporate? Would that mean that you could depend on your business to support you and your family? And I use everything that I'm telling you today to manifest money through our business every single day. That's why I hit 1.2 million 
in less than two years. That is all of what I told you. This is why. So in order to better help you with trusting and getting you into the swing of using your energy to co-create with the universe, we have opened up some time to talk with you. For a limited number of spots, we opened up availability for you to speak with us on how we can help you bust through your manifestation plateaus. And some of you have already had a chance to use these breakthrough calls. We pre-released these, if you will, to our list, a few people on our list, and we filled up and the results we're seeing from those are, whoa, astonishing. So we wanted to open a few more up. These are first come, first serve. But they really are truly transformational. So I know that if you're hearing this right now and this has found you in the time that it's found you, then then this has found you for a reason. So if you've not been on one of these calls and you're not already in the high frequency formula, this call is open to you along with the Aura Accelerator and the high frequency formula as well. And if you want both the Aura Accelerator and the high frequency formula, let us know. We might have something in store for you. I really hope you enjoyed the podcast today. This stuff is so powerful that I literally created an entire brand around helping my fractal line use it to create money in their businesses. So that is my intention. I want you all to go out and make this work for you, create that money. And I share all the money that is transpiring over here in this center of the world, because I really truly believe that it shows you the possibility of what is waiting for you. That's just how it works. Okay, my loves, until next week, cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. Alignment.